This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast. This is a podcast for all things nerdy, all things gaming, basically all things awesome. I am one of your hosts, Chewburger84, and joining me as always, he has spent way too much time this week thinking about Peter Parker's pickle. It is Da Hooch. How are you, buddy? Doing pretty good. It's pedophilic peckers. That's what we're whoa, spending too whoa, much whoa, time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I would not have you besmirch the good name of Spider-Man. You can get the fuck out of here before we even start. How you know. dare you? And this guy is so excited about going to the paint on Gina Carana that he is ready to set fire to the rain. It is Hebrew Hammer. How are you, bud? Ah, look at that. Many things that relate to me. I like it. Right. Uh, I am good. Very good. Excited to get into this episode and torch Gina Carana. My God. What a week. In the fact, there has been (laughs) so many fuckwits this week in the nerding sphere that we had to bring back what no one requested as a segment which is uh fuckwit of the week it feels like this is going to be our golden globes episode that instead of like really outstanding performances of like incredible you know emotional performances it is going to be who was the biggest jackass of the first parts of 2021 and there is some great contenders guys just quietly it really is holy effing shit well, it's to the point now where we get it's like multiple an episode it feels like yeah but it, it just happens so often that it's becoming normalized and so it's becoming just like all right like you hear about it then it's yesterday's news you know the next day yeah so yeah it's hard it's hard to keep up with what i find interesting is that a point in time when our president is being uh second impeached and going through a senate trial as to whether or not he gets convicted we have so much other news to talk about and focus our attention mm-hmm. on I mean, we could do a point on politics, but I just want to point out the fact that when I said president last week, both of you went, uh, excuse me, it's ex-president, and I didn't do that to uh, you. Yeah. Just, just say, I, just say, I tried not president. to be a cock. Yeah. I was about to say it, too. I was about to say former president. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. yeah. But I, not I held my, my president. tongue. Yeah, put you two on the fuck bits of the week references, I tell you. All right. You didn't say it either. I, I know, I know, I know. I'm good. All right, let's do some shameless shilling and then get into, like, probably the thing I've been most excited about in the news all week. We're going to kick off with a really great story, guys. Uh, so, look, if you are loving the show, make sure you tell your friends about it because, obviously, nerds know what nerds like. Uh, rating and review us on iTunes, I cannot stress enough, folks. It's only a second of your day to do it, but it helps the show so, so much, especially in these early days. And if you really want to help us uh, fund some bills, Hooch has just bought himself a new microphone, uh, so he's broke again with his first paycheck from A&R. Well, <laughs> technically first four paychecks, but I was lazy and took four months to do it. Um, head on over to patreon.com forward slash A-N-R pod. Uh, you can support us from as low as $1, but if you want to get all the bonus content five dollars a month and up will get you at least one hour of bonus content a week this week it's gonna be closer to i think two so it's gonna be good mm, yeah, yeah nice. and if you want to see a a fat bloke twirling a lightsaber i mean only on patreon is uh, where you find that one right now so yeah and only fans and soon to be only fans yeah well, that's that where i've got it? the mini lightsabers as uh, tassels from my nips and i'm just spinning those in uh, in opposite go. directions which i think is you know Ooh. testament to the size of my cups right now so <laughs> you know i that. said that as a joke but i'm honestly thinking right now like there's there's a niche out there 
for you to look into. There's a niche for seeing people men. have like lightsabers from their chest to go areas, but I'm telling you that I am not the guy yeah. they're interested in saying. Let me put it out. <laughs> I think I think that there are lots of people on OnlyFans right now making bank that thought the same thing before they started their I mean, OnlyFans. if there was like a comedic uh, OnlyFans, I think I could start one right i think there's enough hilarity that you could go look this guy is gross but it's so funny uh the gross thing as he's long doing as you have the hilarity with an edge of sexuality yeah it's like yeah. jack and black with his cock out that, that's kind of the vibe exactly. i'm going for yeah that's Which, yeah, literally fine. i think you know, the the riches are in the niches that's what they say when we have to talk about that do you guys see jack black's uh thor video this week yes that was amazing Dude, i fucking amazing. love that man honestly i i wish i was as confident in my shape and size as that guy is right he's just so comfortable in his own goddamn skin that it it makes me jealous because i i look in the mirror and go yeah i'm not putting that for thousands of people to see I'll, I'll barely leave this house like i'm not going to a pool and taking my shirt off and this guy is standing out with a hammer it's like ah! you know yeah. so good yeah, Wearing a freaking... I, I honestly like love jack black dude i think we've all said it at some point yeah he's he's our fucking spirit animal mm-hmm. like I fucking love Jack Black so goddamn much. Um, he's never disappointed me in the things that he's done. Oddly enough, so, back in the day, like when he was first hitting it big, like with the whole Tenacious D and some of the stuff, I wasn't a fan. But I, I, I really? did. I, yeah, it was. I don't know why. I just it, I feel like it was a little bit over. You know what? The top Between you saying that and playing FIFA this week, I'm not going to be friends anymore. Oh, I, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. I have become more of a fan of Jack Black. I loved yeah. that video that he put out there. Uh, and I, I think a lot of it just, you, I, I got to recognize like, yeah, this dude is so like, just full of energy and just, you know, like really, really, it's just, it's amazing how, how much and how well he moves for a dude that size. That's, that's literally, yeah. my girlfriend has, has like fallen in love with him in a way because she just thinks he's so fucking funny that he's so energetic mm. and so like af- weirdly athletic. Yeah. He, he has goes a weird kind interview. of grace for a guy yeah. That yeah, exactly. of that size it's has no so business weird. being a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> like that part where he's like twerking uh, with the hose on him in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, in Whenever any other situation, like, this would be thing. gross, but it was so funny. Yeah. Whenever he did like the kickflip thing, I mean, that's like his normal, like he always does like, like kicks and jumps mm-hmm. whenever he goes on oh, stage yeah. or anything. But yeah, like it's so funny. And yeah, just as you said, he's like, it's this weird kind of graceful. It's like a hippo that's graceful. Yeah. It's so weird. I think for me, 100%. everything changed when I saw him in High Fidelity. I, that's when I first started to respect what he could do. Right. But Dude, yeah. I fell in love with him whenever I heard Fucker Gently. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a tribute like, being in like the top 100 in Australia when it came out. And I'll, that was my first oh, entry yeah. point, I think, into uh, to the D uh, or to the the, uh, yeah. the Black Trap, if you will. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. There you go. That's Black why I was trap. so excited that of the casting news that we saw this week for the Borderlands movie, which I feel like we've spoken about every week since we found out about it. Um, this thing is gonna is becoming quickly a star-studded affair, boys. And I'm so yep. excited that if this is the future investment they're gonna put into video game movies, we're turning a corner. Like there is yeah. hope, right? Yes. Less oh, yeah. Resident Evil, more this, right? Jack Black yes. is gonna be playing Claptrap. Perfect. The voice is wrong, but everything else 
is perfection the energy yeah. Yeah. the fact that he's always doing like those little like riffs anyway like the mm-hmm. you know and that's like with yeah. claptrap doing all the beatboxing <laughs> it's so interchangeable it's scary right yeah so the, yeah i think this is just like next level casting man i think the eli roth is just gonna crush this the way it's headed i hope so yeah and it is you know they have you know two of the people now that were in Jumanji. Oh, it's just a matter of time. There's no way they're not for, chasing for the him for Brick. There's oh, no they way they're not looking at Dwayne Johnson. But do you know what someone pointed out in uh, in our uh, alternate reality chat, discord.me forward slash A&I yesterday? We called this last week. You did. Yeah. 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 We, we, we did, yeah. I, I remember us talking about because we said that it was they, the only people that made sense for him would be Jack Black or Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah, and Kevin well, Hart's rolling. So. Or Robin Williams, if he was still around. Could you imagine Claptrap Robin oh, Williams? Oh, Actually, you God. said that exact same thing last week. Oh, shit, did I really? Robin Williams oh, crap. if he was around. I, I thought I was talking that. about him in something else, some other context. I think we're talking I, about Jumanji characters, yeah. Yeah, we were saying bring in the Jumanji characters, and you said, yeah, what about Robin Williams? Yeah, I like, didn't actually yeah. mean for Claptrap at the time, but God, now that I've said it out loud, it's just like that would have been pretty great. It just, yeah, it just would have been yeah. the genie as Claptrap, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, oh but Jack yeah. Black though. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I really like Jack Black. Fine. Is it? Um, and then uh, Hebrew Hammer's high school crush, Jamie Lee Curtis, is going to be Tannis. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so that means that's one character that I'm not going to care oh about. Oh my god! Isn't um, isn't Jamie Lee uh, like? I'm I'm not suggesting that she's old by any sense, but I thought Tannis in the games came across as like very young, like yes. late twenties young. Yes, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Like Tannis is like older. She were younger than than she looks, or than she whatever, like younger than like everybody else, which is what kind of leads to you going. Wait, you're this like super scientist or super smart? Like you don't look like you're experienced yeah. enough to have this information or knowledge. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't look like really young in the games, but she doesn't look. She certainly doesn't look as old as Jamie Lee. No. Yeah. Like, so it is kind of confusing for me. I think that they went for it like exclusively because of the hair. Uh, no she does have that quirky kind of awkward humor in her kit like we've seen it a little bit in true lies which we love and for some reason hebrew hates so i like i like true lies the movie i do not like her i know we've covered this let's not do it again but i I I actually think that i can kind of see what they're going to do with her they're going to rewrite it a little bit it's still going to be the very socially inept you know very scientific approach no human contact ability type role mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. think that she can definitely do this in a fun way so my initial things of well you know as a nerd uh, in the game she was a lot younger you know is gone pretty quickly because i've seen her kind of pull this out before <laughs> so i think this is going to be all right what if i were to offer you kristen wig instead Kristen oh, Wiig. I would have shit. totally been down for Kristen Wiig on it. Yeah. I mean, that's a superior yeah. casting call in my mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she definitely. I would much rather her be on there. Yeah, or if you combine was... her character from Wonder Woman in the early parts of Wonder Woman mm-hmm. with this one character she used to do on SNL that was kind of mm-hmm. like always bragged about her being in everything. I don't know if you're the Me Too chick. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that one from SNL. Uh, I no, I don't. Someone but, out I, there will understand that reference and go, yeah, you. I get exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I'll send it to you guys <laughs> after the show. Um, but let me tell you another thing, right? I love people that respect the people who uh, uh, you know, built the 
brand, if you will. And Eli Roth seems to be really looking at this product, looking at this project and going, we need to get this right. We need to get the fans on our side because they will watch it in droves. And he's gone to a length that I love. The only place I've heard doing this before recently was Favreau. And I'll come back to that in a sec. So Mm -hmm. Eli Roth has put a call out to any existing Borderlands cosplayers saying, hey, look, we want to kill a lot of people in this movie. Rather than us go through and do all of this, put in your applications if you're a cosplayer. And if you want to die on screen in this movie, we want to bring the cosplayers in. I love this so much. Yeah. Yeah. That is super cool. And uh, like, uh, it's a new way for cosplayers to be appreciated because man, some, some cosplayers, I I know we all know this, but they go fucking hard. They do. They do. Absolutely. Like uh, harder than, than they usually come out in movies, you know, after makeup and stuff like that. (laughs) Cause I, Um, did we talk about this for, um, for Mandalorian with Favreau? Did I tell you about this with the cosplayers? I don't don't, think so. No, I don't remember that. A lot of the stormtroopers that you see uh, in Mandalorian are from the 501st Legion, which is like the international like stormtrooper cosplayer group. I can't remember what the problem was, but there was some kind of issue with like getting stuff done. And Favreau put the call out just going, look, there's guys out there that do this for fun and love it. Why not just bring them in? Right? Honestly, they don't have to have any acting ability. They just need to be there in their costume. All right, we'll, we'll yeah. voice over the rest because they're stormtroopers. So I love that this is starting to happen because Favreau, he's giving back to the people that built Star Wars. He understands the fan base. He's doing these sort of things. Eli Roth, so far with everything I've seen out of this guy with this Borderlands project, dude, I'm getting so moist on the daily for this project, man. It's <laughs> they, they, oh, yeah, there's so it's much hope. It's want to play back their Borderlands. Oh, I nearly bought it the other day because it's on dirt cheap on PS uh, Store right now, but only the base version. So if you want like yeah. the DLCs and stuff, it's crazy that in Australian dollars, it's like 25 bucks for Borderlands 3. But if you want one season pass, right, it jumps up to like 110 because there's no Ooh. discount. <laughs> so, Ooh, wow. Yeah, rough. Okay. Um, but I know that um, in, the nerd, in the gaming news for this week, one of the shout outs is that... Uh, Borderlands on sale on basically every platform uh, for Valentine's Day because you know reasons. Yeah, that makes sense. I need it's to Valentine's Day. Gift. I need to finish the DLC on PC. I haven't. I haven't oh, touched so, them. I, I spent yeah. so much time playing the base game uh, before all the tweaking too. So I, I'd gladly go back and play some more. Probably on PS5 actually, just to yeah. you know get my shooting skills back in for no doubt the uh, amount of games I'll be playing on that this year because I am rusty yeah. as balls. Doesn't the PS5 yeah, support real. like keyboard and mouse now? Does it? I would have I don't surprised. Know. I thought somebody I mentioned know. that. I mean, I, I kind of so. want to, you know, get the controller. I like the then controller. I have to sit right no. in front of the thing anyway, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just not a huge FPS fan with the controller. Oh, look, who is? Pads. I mean, so who weird. is? But I mean, once you I'm get the, the exact hands opposite. back on. I need the controller for FPS. I do not want to play it on the computer. Oh, that's a millennial I'm, statement. I've ever heard one. Exactly. Right. Jesus. God. Christ. He's not one of the master race. <laughs> no. <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You people. Boomer. Uh, don't Boomer. turn against me. We're on the same team. Two seconds ago. You prick. Anyway. But what me? No, I'm yeah. talking about him. 
<laughs> oh, I thought you said you. it was my because uh, I said you people as well, and then I oh. thought it was Master Race. I mean, there's so many levels of like black cards. You could you could throw down black cards like you're playing Uno right now. You could just go oh, bananas yeah. if you wanted to. But oh, it'd be a dick move. I mean, save yeah. it for when we're genuinely racist. You know, then go, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> then go. No, that's the point. You have to play it when you're not genuinely racist. So then, when yeah, you are there is racist, a lot of comedy in that. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> if, if I had it, I would be using it to make people feel so, so fucking awkward awful. on their white guilt. Like oh, every day. I could not be trusted with that kind of power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know why, but the Jewish card just doesn't have as much <laughs> to it. Yeah. So, well, like oh, I would man. use it more. We're it actually going to be talking about in the news today about the Jewish That's card. True. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, speaking of massive casting this week, like Jack Black and uh, JLC, which is apparently what we're calling her according to who just uh, show notes, mm. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> um, they have finally set the main two roles for the last of us. And we have uh, Pedro Pascal is going to be Joel and i cannot remember this young lady's name uh she was in game of thrones as that badass little girl liana mormont was the name of you no that's the that's the character what's her name the character i don't remember her real name but she's yeah she was so freaking fierce in that show yeah bella ramsey is her name there it is he's gonna be playing ellie now i will say neither of these two as much as i love them and what they've done so far is my dream casting for either of these roles same yeah like far from yeah. like pedro pascal don't get me wrong loved him in mando he did what he could with wonder woman right you know he was god tier casting for uh game of thrones you know yeah, uh, as the, the prince oh my god like he was unbelievable was in that but yeah. I, look I was at so upset when he started monologuing during that fight, and I was like, oh. "Shit, he's gonna fucking die!" Right? He's monologuing. Yep. But yeah. So for me, we, we sort of had a bit of a mini discussion in A and R. So I said that my two casting gods here would have been uh, probably Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones, with the way he actually looks most of the time with his beard. So what's yeah. his name? Nicolaj. Nicolaj Coster Waldo. Sure and uh <laughs> hugh jackman just put him exactly as he looked in logan and like bang on and we he would just play that as wolverine and it would be fine like more than fine that's exactly who joel is yeah. the other one that got brought up that i definitely got talked into i want to credit who came up with that i think it was slim was it hebrew slim. from our chat um yeah which is andrew lincoln uh from yep. game of thrones just throwing around some calls. no no not no, Game no, of Thrones. Not Walking Game Dead. Thrones. Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. And, and Love Actually. I mean, <laughs> I don't. Actually. I don't want his Love yeah. Actually character in this fucking movie. I the just... crossover you never fucking wanted. Never wanted. Yeah, he doesn't what? talk at all. Here. He's just sitting with Ali with cardboard signs, yeah, like exactly. he's messaging, dropping it off one line at a time. Yep. Yeah. There you nope. go. No, thank you. <laughs> I think he'd be Carl. a great choice as well. And uh, I thought yeah. as soon as I saw him. Uh, like you know he had a specific uh picture that he put up of it and i was like shit dude that would be a really good joel i do think jamie lannister would also make a good uh joel too though mm. yeah so look i mean pedro's got the chops and i'm sure that if like we weren't so attached to this video game series and you came to it naive you would just go oh my god i love this character but i look at him the register of his voice like everything and i just go I, it's, it's not going to be one of those my Joel situations where I'm sure it's going to be great, 
Like, it's the same way I've talked about before with Hugh Jackman or Wolverine. When he first mm-hmm. got cast, I was like, the fuck is this guy? He's too tall. You know, he doesn't have the, the physicality. You know, his voice is a little bit too high. But then, like, after the first movie, I'm like, okay, yep, I can live with this Wolverine. He's not the Wolverine <laughs> that I would cast even now. Personally would have picked yeah, him. But he still yeah. is amazing, right? So, yeah. What is it about uh, Pedro's voice that you don't think might fit? So it's too high a register. It's too high a register, and he's okay. a little bit nasally with the way he talks sometimes, to be honest. Okay. Um, which, again, suits every role that I've seen him in so far. And I'm sure he's going to come out and surprise me. I mean, the voice that he pulls out for The Mandalorian is very interesting in itself as well, right? It's a very different uh, part of his register that he's tapped into. So maybe he has mm-hmm. something here. But then you have to add like a non-native accent to it as well, which means that the level of things he has to do with his voice before he can even start acting, it's just not as native as it would be to someone that could just come in and just focus on the performance like a lot of these other guys. So yeah, You've, I don't know. You fell right yeah, into nice. where I was headed with this. Do okay. not forget, he was also in The Kingsman 2 as a southerner oh you oh, haven't really? seen oh yeah he plays i don't remember yeah i don't remember him yeah he he plays he's in kingsman 2 and kingsman 2 is was about, he a bad guy did he end i'm not telling guy? anybody anything about it in case somebody wants to see the whatever. movie or whatever but he is okay. it's so far 2. gone that i don't feel bad about it but um yeah so i think that it's that guy yeah. <laughs> I, I need to go back and watch that now because i was gonna say like w- regarding his voice like in Mando, it's he's more stoic, and so it's slow and deliberate, which gives him more time to be able to like thoughtfully change his voice. Mm-hmm. Every single time I've heard him where he's talking casually before, he has a little bit of an accent, and so I wasn't sure if he's going to be able to totally wipe that. But um, it would be interesting to see like what he does with Joel's character because Joel's character he's he's not like he talks like a good bit. He certainly talks a lot more than Mando does. Yeah. So and he doesn't have an accent, obviously. So I'm not sure if he's going to be able to totally clear it. But he does but have a I, slower delivery. You know, it's a it's a slower who, who Joel, Joel. It's a slower, deliberate delivery. S- faster than Mando, but slower than like whenever he played the snake. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like I, I don't know how that's going to end up, but I I definitely visually I don't see him as as Joel. I could. You know, if I squint my eyes and look real fucking close, then maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just not exactly what I wanted. But he's he's such a good actor that I'm I'm sure I'll be able to be as Chu said, kind of just talked into it after I see an episode. Mm, too. Yeah. Well, then the actress who's playing Ellie—that's also a bit of a like visual stretch. Yeah. That one's she was such a badass that like I'm excited to see what she does with it. Yeah. But I don't really see it especially in the face yeah, yeah. so i don't well especially don't now like have you guys been keeping up with uh his dark materials on amazon no i, I haven't seen to. season two yet or actually hbo i, I think it might one. be hbo it's on hbo Max, so here's yeah. the thing right um if it was the first time she appeared on game of thrones she had that combination of adorable and hard-ass combined that mm-hmm. made that character so compelling right yeah it was like yeah. how do you have that much kickassery vibe when you look just like oh let me smooch your chicka chickas you know what i mean like <laughs> it just like looks like a little toddler but then now like she was wonderful in this last season but i look at her and hear the tone of her voice and like this kind of like savage edge to the way she looks and sounds now 
that mm-hmm. this chick is destined to be typecast as like the villain that is terrifying in anything you put her in going forward. Like Ooh. I fully see her as being like a Mission Impossible, you know, uh, counterweight to Tom Cruise in a few years' time. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like wow. she has that kind of really sinister kind of I'm not sinister what am I trying to think here I'm trying to put the right words on it she just has like a, a really threatening menacing menacing is what I'm going for menacing vibe because when you see her in this um, I think she plays the very broken violent child well incredibly well and I think her future is bright with that the okay. thing with Ellie, though, especially in the first Last of Us, the first one, is yeah. that the the part that makes her so compelling is watching someone that looks and sounds so soft and innocent and naive have to do some of the most violent, vile things to survive. You know, as yeah. she's like crawling through a shop, and I I worry that the vulnerability isn't going to shine through as Won't much with yeah. this girl by looking at her I'm, I have okay. no doubt in my mind she's going to be act she's going to be able to act that out right but I don't know man I don't see her as Ellie when I look at her so again the combination of those two in a Logan style or Last of Us style movie I have no doubt in my mind they're going to crush it but if you say yeah. because of my experience with the game not so much if you said Last of Us 2 where she's a bit older, worn down, broken, yeah. perfect. Yeah, but yeah. it's that younger yeah. Ellie. I'm like, oh man. So like, yeah. So that one's this, growing on me more than Pedro for sure. But is this supposed to take place, you know, during the same events, or is it supposed to happen after Last of Us Two, but or Last of Us One? Oh, they Last better of be 2. doing Last of Us. This the first storyline because you want to hook people. You have to yeah. tell that yeah. story, man. Yeah, you do. That's the most critical part of the story. Like if they jump in afterwards, I'm honestly going to be very upset mm. with them. Yeah, because okay. this isn't fan service to us. Like there, this is a story that's good enough that you're going to get non gamers go. This show is fucking amazing because yeah. there's yeah. a lot of Game of Thronesy elements. It's just that the guy that keeps pulling out the unexpected dickhead betrayal type moves is Joel usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah so yeah man i i can't wait for this project they're both superstars but just like mm, i i have you know reservations because of my nerd thing but i'm sure they're gonna sell it to me when it comes out i i agree with you like whenever i look at her i'm thinking um the sequel not the first yeah like i'm i'm with you on that 100 percent. who's uh who's actually doing it like which network or whatever do we know yet? Uh, isn't this HBO? Yeah, HBO. Is it HBO Max? Yeah. Everybody, please get an HBO Max. Here we go. I was waiting for this. Yeah, not, not to make a point about <laughs> casting. You're doing this for a shameless fucking plug for your employer. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, if they actually listen to this show, you're getting fired anyway. So I don't know why you're throwing out these plugs. <laughs> I would have changed your whole fucking name. I'd be hiding <laughs> as a raccoon on camera. You know, all the things. <laughs> Um, so look man I mean look when we're when we're nitpicking like this at nerds you know it's a great time to be a nerd do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. that we're going oh man we've got these like future Oscar winning actors 
that you know well they're not my dream casting but i guess i can accept it like that's when you know we're <laughs> signing up to a great fucking time <laughs> you know what i mean i love it yeah and then you go from that to the other end of uh video game movies so sonic the hedgehog was kind of like a sleeper hit it actually made a fair bit of money yeah people considering what that could have been because remember what sonic Ooh. was going to be the first time yes everyone the went monstrosity that is not sonic the hedgehog <laughs> that is some uh pedo furry's fever dream version of sonic the hedgehog like what is this it's like what the fuck did you do that that is 100 percent. like i i think everyone expected that movie to be garbage since how how hard they had to work and how much money they sunk in yeah um to change all those effects post so yeah but i saw it um Hooch, it sounds like you saw it too. Uh, I've seen it uh, several but, times because I have okay, young well, children yeah. who love the shit yeah. out of that movie. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, actually, yeah, it was not. I mean, we saw the movie theater first when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was enjoyable. It wasn't a terrible movie. Like you said, if they had gone with that original Sonic, I would have walked out. <laughs> like, I'm not seeing this shit. I'm sorry. This yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. It's offensive. Everyone was upset about yes. that. Yeah. So the update to Sonic did really good. I think that it was yes. much closer to the character. And they even got to a point like he didn't start out with his with his trademark shoes in the beginning, but then he got them at the end. So yeah. that was really cool. Uh, I think some of the humor in the show or in the movie was, you know, funny to kids but also had some stuff that was geared oh, to adults that's good i was gonna ask yeah. that i was gonna say yeah. does it pass the shrek test because there yeah. were the reason those were so loved because it had those layers right so that's good yeah. to know because yeah, i yeah. i really i want to watch this and i want to pay to watch it which sounds dumb to say because <laughs> anytime a studio listens to its fan base and like invests in making it what they want you mm-hmm. have to support that you have to encourage yeah. that financially you know so we were talking yeah. before about characters that don't look the part, but eventually kind of take it for one of their own. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey does that with Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, he he's. I don't know about I don't know about that one. You, you don't like Jim Carrey in this? I gotta say that was that was uh, weird for me. That was I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it as far as having the you know passing the Shrek test. There was definitely more kid than adult, but th- there was both there in existence. At yeah, least. yeah. Um. But yeah, whenever it came, I could not get behind um, Jim Carrey being Doctor Robotnik. I for some reason that just never clicked for me. No, so I I took it as like not necessarily the Doctor Robotnik since all you really see of him in the game is just an evil dude, right? He doesn't. Yeah. So he kind of added a little bit of a, a personality to him. And a little bit. Well, like, but when would you cast Hebrew? Because the only human being I could think of that would be the literal personification of Dr. Robotnik would be Danny DeVito. I, I think that's the only guy on the face of the planet that, be, that basically A, looks like a fucking egg, and B, <laughs> could kind of play that, you know, role pretty well. Uh, first of all, I think, yes, great casting right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, I think also uh, John Goodman. No, no, uh, I don't know. I could, I could see Jim I Carrey could see over John Goodman because of the no, nature I could see of that Goodman role. Doing it. Yeah, I, I could see Goodman. If doing, you took it super like, seriously, you wanted Goodman. to make him be like a very big, like Cloverfield Lane style, like menacing, threatening villain to terrify children. Sure. But if you want it to be that kind of kooky, crazy enough to he's kind of... He's done light comedy. 
He's done light comedy. Well, like, yeah. Like his character. Well, I his mean, character in Roseanne, for instance, Donnie is all in light um, comedy. Uh, Lebowski as well. Like, yeah, he's a fantastic comedic actor. But I mean, for Robotnik, you kind of have to be a little bit like cuckoo crazy cheesy or play it oh, super yeah. serious. I don't think there's any in between for that character. And right. I, Jim I think does I think super cheesy. Yeah, uh, Jim Carrey does, but that's, that's a, I, I just thought it was too. I, I just it never clicked. There were some things in there. I'm, I'm not saying that he did a terrible performance. I think he did a decent job with performing it. I thought it was a little too kooky at sometimes. I know which scene um, you're talking about. I think where he went way. There was, I mean, over there was the a top. couple, but I'm sure that yeah, we're on the same mm-hmm. uh, side for one of them mm-hmm. at least. But um, so yeah, it was like if this was Jim Carrey, like I want to say like. 15 20 years ago i think it we it might be a little bit different but like it just never clicked for me like i always looked at it as like oh this is jim carrey trying to be dr robotnik i never clicked and like oh this is dr Robotnik. you know what i mean i just never had that immersion so for me it was just always off but it still wasn't bad like it was a i think it was a good movie like it's an entertaining movie yeah um yeah so you guys excited that's gonna get a sequel april next year I'm curious. I am not surprised, and I'm uh, yeah. They already I'm curious. Like, well, they teased it. they teased it at the end that it was going to happen. Yeah, with the character that came yeah. in, I think we all knew yeah. like that was literally as it zoomed out. I was like, oh, I bet this guy's coming. And then, <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it, it was one of those. I wouldn't have had a problem with it if it never got another sequel. But I'm, I guess, I'm happy to see that it did get another one. Mm. So, yeah. And look, let me throw my hat in the ring that uh, if they need a voice actor for Knuckles, the Australian Echidna, I'm on board, guys. Uh, nice. I'll donate my services for free. So let's make that <laughs> Knuckles was always the fucking coolest right? in the series, for sure. <laughs> Agreed. Knuckles was awesome as fuck. Absolutely. That's probably my favorite Sonic game, actually. Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's the coolest. Heck yeah. So yeah, April 22, if you're a Sonic fan, you will get your sequel, or there'll be no doubt bounce for 12 months because I'm sure COVID will have like a yeah. super morphed version that'll trigger the beginning of the zombie apocalypse because yeah. uh, why not? You, you know, what else? We're prepared now. I've just played Days Gone. I figured I've got like my horde routes all lined out for uh, my community. <laughs> so. so I just need to go find Andrew Lincoln to protect me the whole fucking time. No, I'm just going to be running around my community going, Coral! Carl, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> now apparently only Hebrew and I are talking about this because uh, you're refusing to look at this story, Hooch, for spoilers. <laughs> I don't want spoilers. I want to go into this whole thing completely mm-hmm. blind. I don't want to watch trailers. I don't want. So we watch have to anything. paint word pictures for him, Hebrew. So there's that. No, don't do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what we had this week is Snyder's been posting all these black and white artsy photos of like uh the new cuts that he has made for the snyder cut of justice league and one of them is showing some of the footage that was cut originally which was some of jared leto's joker which i don't understand why that had to be in the movie in the first place like knowing the context of that movie so i guess we'll see what this is but we've got images of that joker now what do you think of this version hebrew i mean it's it's just as weird as the version that we saw like the i guess the final product of him in the justice league movie Mm -hmm. but like in a different way you know what i mean like in this version i'm like this is just like a weird kind of horror version of him it looks like um yeah 
as opposed to this weird gangster version. Neither of them seem like the correct version. No. So I don't know. Like this, that's what yeah, I'm left This off looks as. like to paint this word picture for for Hooch. This looks like if a Ronald McDonald movie was directed by the guy who made The Crow. <laughs> right? This, yeah, actually, this guy, that's right. <laughs> this guy looks like Marilyn Manson dressing up as the Joker for Halloween. Oh Jesus! Yes, yeah. yeah. It's it's not it's not great, and so it, no. not only does it confuse me war, more, it worries me more as far as like because he's been mm. saying Zack Snyder's been saying this whole time, like oh, even whenever the movie first came out, he's like oh, if he had gotten all of it in, if he was able to do all of it, you know, it would be such a different movie and. Jared Leto himself was even saying like, you know, there was so much more of, of the Joker that you didn't even really get to see any of him. And he would have been the best Joker ever if, if they could just see it after seeing these, like I'm, I think I'm on the other side of it now mm. where I'm like, Oh no, yeah, this is looking even fucking worse. Like if you saw so, those black no. and white photos, I don't know, I don't know if you're happen. looking at it right now, Hebrew, bring it up on your screen, right? This looks like okay. a shot from like the really depressed hospitalized guy in like an Adele music video. <laughs> I mean, it looks even worse than that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. like it's it's pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, I I don't love God. it at all, man. Like, yeah, I mean, it's only in black and white, so obviously, you know, there's a lot hiding from it. But like the makeup, the facial expression, like they're definitely going for more of a sad clown thing than the insanity and pure chaos incarnate that is the joker and that's what leto does not Mm. fucking understand right anyway yeah let's leave that where it is he's he's trying he's always trying to bring these edgy jokers instead of what the joker actually is Mm. and that's what i think the problem is he's always trying to be way too fucking edgy yeah and the laugh as well like trying to sell that heart like it's like if yeah. Peter Griffin was trying to bite off a really dense shit. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> ah, ah. that's that's the Joker laugh from this guy. It's so fun. I really want to see Peter Griffin as the Joker now. Honestly, that'd be a better version. <laughs> oh, we could make that on A and R, man. Like now that we've got these uh, animes overlays, we could probably make that. Yeah. Oh my god, Dude, Peter true. Griffin as the Joker would be ridiculous. <laughs> You wanna, dude, you wanna know how I got these? Scotch? The weird concepts you put in my mind, dude. <laughs> Although I've told you, if we lived in the same country, the amount of dumb skit videos that would be on our YouTube channel right now, there would be hundreds mm-hmm. because I have these dumb ideas <laughs> multiple times per day, but no way of making them into reality by myself. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy. I know. Um, speaking of like casting that could have been very vastly different, um, Vigo Mortensen was apparently approached first by what's that guy's name? Is it Brian Singer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just know that he's one of the directors we're not supposed to talk about anymore because he's a bad, yes. bad man, right? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. He was approached first to be Wolverine and said no for the first X Men movie because, and I kind of love this reason. Uh, he had no familiarity with the X-Men comics. So he took it to his son and let him read the testing for the script uh, of the description of Wolverine and how they were trying to play him. And the kid went, Dad, this is, this is not Wolverine. This is not like the comics. This is very different. And based on that from his kid, he said, no, I'm not going to do it. Plus the concern <sighs> that he did. And this, this part's actually quite hilarious. He didn't want to have to keep playing the same character for years on end. 
Yeah, I was going to say. And then yeah. 20, 20 years and 50 yeah. movies later. <laughs> but I'm kind of glad He's, he's probably calling his son drunk every night, yelling at him for not letting him <laughs> Just giving that, him the full Mag Mel Gibson. Yeah. Just throwing out all the racial slurs and calling uh, him uh, yeah. sugar tits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he dude took it from me. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that phone call. It's like Alec Baldwin a... makes uh, uh, Mel Gibson. That'd be great. Oh, oh yeah. I, I mean, that that is a real FOMO moment right there. Like, I don't think anyone can look at that and say that was a great decision. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, nerd rage, though. I mean, like, if you had the same guy playing, like, Aragorn as uh, as Wolverine, like, once they're in a role of a certain sort, you're like, oh, I don't know, man. But I remember, uh, what was that Eastern Promises, or whatever the one that guy was in, where he got his dick out and was, like, super violent? Uh, Viggo Mortensen? Wait, Fucking what? hang on a second. If we can survive Sir Ian McKellen as both Gandalf and Magneto, mm, Viggo he's Mortensen... kind of an exception to the rule, though. Him and Patrick Stewart, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can do anything. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. exist like outside of nerd Legacy cast. They have transcended <laughs> yeah. it. They have become the actors of the white, if you will. Um, yeah. I'm saying that as a wizard reference, not like white power, <laughs> just so we're clear Racist. here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was opening that door for you. I'm throwing um, that card. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I don't think they apply just because they're so fucking good, both of them. Yeah, yeah. We still should have had him as Dumbledore. Damn it. Oh any, man, any, I still get mad about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> any scene where I see um, both uh, Magneto and Professor X together, you know it's going to be a. Have you seen the scene. bromance those two have in real life? Oh, I love they, it yeah, so much. Every time it. I see him, I get happy. Man, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are two fantastic gentlemen. It's like you see that yeah. you just go. I could see those guys just getting married as mates. Do you know what I mean? Like you just kind of see <laughs> yeah. it. You know. Well, didn't so Patrick? Yeah, it's kind of a friendship marriage. Yeah, yeah. They, they could totally. Have I, them. I yeah. thought Patrick Stewart officiated. He was the officiant for uh, McKellen's marriage, wasn't he? Is he married now? I thought he was. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Imagine being like the, the fiance getting married, right? And you're standing there just going, okay, I'm about to marry Gandalf and Jean-Luc Picard is seeing the proceedings, right? It's, it's <laughs> I mean, the weirdest thing. Yeah. That's so weird. Also awesome, like the most awesome thing. But also yeah, I'll being a guest at that wedding, you'd have the most confusing erection you've ever had. Like a hundred <laughs> Exactly, yeah. yeah. Make it so. Make it so. All right. Are you ready for the rage, boys? Let's bring it. I feel this is the gonna rage. Be a relatively long segment because of who's yeah. in here. We have our fuckwits of the week. It kind of had to come back because... Uh, actually, we've got one fun story we'll close on after this, I think. We'll keep one positive story for after this. Yes. So... Let me throw my hat into the ring first for one that is uh, not in the news anywhere, but it's something that I've observed over the last couple of years that really grinds my gears, to quote Peter Griffin, right? <laughs> nice right. And that is uh, mainstream media websites or even like morning talk shows and the way they have absolutely zero fucking respect for spoilers, right? Oh, when yeah. I see the same day right like within hours of like fucking wandavision's last episode coming out and in the fucking headline they give away the biggest spoiler of that season right when time zone wise the show hasn't even made it to australia yet and yeah. yet australian news websites are posting that on there in the 
fucking headline, right? It's so yeah. dumb. And it, it assumes this kind of elitism that everyone can afford to have Disney+. Plus. Everyone can afford to have the time and flexibility to have seen it within a goddamn hour that it came out. Like the level of assumption that they are placing on their readers makes me even more than ever look at mainstream media and go, go fuck yourself, you irrelevant pricks. Because it's so, like for so many of us, and I know that people look down on nerds going, dude, you guys care about this way too much, right? (laughs) But, you know, at least if we're passionate about something, like give us a chance to fucking see it before you spoil it. And it's so funny too, that they're doing it for such clickbaity bullshit that when you read the story afterwards and you go, okay, well, what did they write? It's apparently obvious one of two points. A, they have no fucking idea what they're talking about because they're talking about, oh, this is that guy from A Knight's Tale. Ha ha ha. They're like, no, it has nothing to fucking do with this, right? Or they didn't actually watch it. They just saw something trending on Twitter or fucking Reddit and the 18-year-old intern that they're paying no money to who trying to be a part of this, you know, piece of shit machine, they just go, hey man, what's popular in the nerd sphere at the moment so we can get some clickbaity views? And you go, well, I guess WandaVision's blowing up a bit. Like, all right, kid, good. Give me like a summary of 15 words of what I need for this. And they try and write a fucking 1200 clickbaity story on it. It's just, it pisses me off so much that I think the combination of that and Wall Street bets and the coverage of that recently has really turned me to just exposing like how fucked these guys are and how they try and manipulate and abuse and draw people in for clickbait um, for money basically so yeah fuck what's of the week for me is mainstream media is definitely a contender um mm-hmm. but I'll, i mean it kind of feels like it's not a weak thing for him it feels like it's a decade in the coming is joss whedon is definitely a contender yeah. for fuck of the week so this was in the making yeah. uh charisma carpenter kind of triggered this latest chain of events uh who plays what's her name on the show uh cordelia cordelia on buffy uh, came out with a two-page statement on Twitter basically saying that uh, she was constantly belittled by this guy when she fell pregnant on the uh, set of Angel. He was Angel, calling yeah. her fat. After she approached the studio and asked for reduced hours during her pregnancy because her doctor had said she needs to take it a little bit easier, uh, the next day after the studio spoke to Joss, apparently he called her in for a 1 a.m. call, uh, which just seems pretty dickish uh by the sounds yeah, of it seems intentional so oh, there was yeah. a lot in there um some allegations were made and then in isolation obviously you know the internet did what the internet does and they'll go oh well you know if you had a problem you should have fucking said something at the time and the usual bullshit that the internet comes back with but then uh we saw sarah michelle Gellar come out and she posted i'll always be proud uh to be attached to buffy uh, I, I can say I don't love the fact that my name is tied to Joss Whedon. I won't be saying anything more about it. Uh, the last who played Tara on Buffy uh, said it was a very toxic environment underneath Joss and that she had a couple of run-ins with him. Uh, the younger sister, who was also in Eurotrip, uh, yep. she came out in the last 24 hours saying the same thing. And then a couple of hours before this recording, I was watching a couple of snippets of an interview with uh, the character Giles, uh, uh, Rupert Giles, his real name something something head anthony, anthony something head stewart. right anthony yeah. stewart yeah anthony stewart head yeah so he uh came out and basically said that he's devastated because 
he remembers that set uh, as being kind of the father figure for these young actors. He said that they kind of had that dynamic mm-hmm. that, you know, he felt kind of responsibility for those kids. He felt like, you know, they could come to him about anything. And he says that he didn't see any of this. So he's saying that I'm devastated that none of them felt like they could have come to me. So he's saying, I don't, I'm not saying that I don't think it happened. I'm just saying I didn't see it, but I'm devastated because it sounds like it did. So that kind of makes me wonder that if that's true, like if Whedon was being a giant prick to all these kids and, you know, teenage to early 20s women, was he just putting it back in the box whenever the only guy was on set that was around his age, you know, or older? You know, was he hiding it from this guy? Like there's so much about this story that you just go, there seems to be a tactical nature for when Joss flexes his power positions to fuck with people, you know? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next, like, few days to see who else speaks out for or against. I mean, you can also think about situations like maybe he didn't see it because he didn't think it it was something. You know, we get the same thing when you talk talk about you know, racism or, or any other kind of thing where, you know, you interpret it as, well, maybe just being a little harder on them because they're not doing something or whatever. And where the reality of it is where it's where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. is something that you are not seeing out of uh i don't want to say ignorance in, in the it. context of the, uh, from their perspective yeah you're it's, it's out of ignorance but not out of a an, an ignorance like a negative thing like you just don't know to look for it yeah you yeah. know like it's a, one of the yeah like oblivious to completely, it rather than a willful yeah one yeah. of the stories that i like to tell a situation like that is you know i was dating a girl after high school or whatever right i was and uh, you know she was white and I used to tell her, like whenever we went somewhere and there were you know other black girls how like we just got dirty looks and she didn't mm-hmm. understand and then there was one time we were walking at an amusement park we were holding hands and I saw a couple of black girls coming one girl looked at me looked at my girlfriend looked at us holding hands looked back at me and went you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. and I was like I was like did you see that and she said I didn't see anything it's like yeah because you're not looking for it so it's like if you don't know it's there yeah it's so easy to miss yeah i mean that's a good point for sure yeah you got real quiet when that came up about the race worried worried about how to segue out of that are you (laughs) no i mean i i dated i was gonna say like i I dated a a black girl for a little bit but Mm -hmm. we never had any um any issues but now i'm wondering that is it because saw. i didn't see any yes you did or yeah. or what because yeah i i i certainly wasn't look i wasn't looking at all for it either i don't really give a shit about anyone else so mm-hmm. maybe she saw things that i did not yeah, I have no idea. maybe one day if we do a porn and politics on on it i can tell you all the the glorious stories of of how uh interracial relationships play out for both both sides Speaking of racist, uh, Gina Carano <laughs> apparently was in the there news we this week, Hebrew. Tell us about this one. I know that uh, so this Gina... is your nominee for Fuckwit of the Week. Yeah, so this is the nominee I've been rooting for. <laughs> uh, or I guess rooting against, rooting for to be fired, but rooting against for a, a, quite a while now. So she's upped her game as far as being offensive. Um, so basically, like the, the kind of tick marks of things that she's done in the past... So she did the whole, she made fun of the um, pronouns for uh, transgenders. Like she made fun of that whole situation on, I don't remember if it was Instagram or Twitter. I think it was Twitter. 
Um, she made fun of that situation. Apparently, Pedro Pascal actually uh, straightened her out on that one himself. Because his um, sister is trans or just came out as trans yeah, recently, he, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he knew someone close to him that like it was a it was a personal situation, so that's why he talked to her mm. like one on one apparently. And, Actually, that's a good point. And straightened her out. Well, what is that. the rules now, guys? When if someone transitions and they're your mm-hmm. sister, are you allowed to refer to them as your sister anymore? No, now they're your brother. I'd imagine you refer to them as your brother. Uh, yeah, yeah right. they transition. Yeah, I just because I've, I've what, never I mean, heard that question do, raised. I've always heard like the he, him, they, she, you know, spectrum of names and you know, Zer and and Jedi and all the mm. all you know different ones. But I've never <laughs> actually heard to like the family nomenclature as part of that conversation. Well, I hmm. think before both Wachowskis transition, didn't uh, I can't remember who was first, uh, Lana or or or. Um, Anyway, I can't remember who who transitioned first, but I think I forgot that, they both transitioned. Yeah, that's but crazy. I think once the first transition occurred, that the reference was her, she, and I think that's what. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I don't. Again, I don't. Re- I don't remember, but I. 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 I, I kind of recall that that being the situation, and yeah, I had forgotten that both of them had transitioned until I read an article mm. about a movie that they were doing and it said the Wachowski sisters. It's like, wait, wait, did I miss something? Dude, <laughs> I I went through the same thing with Matrix 4. So I didn't realize that they had transitioned at all. Like that was, I did not know it at all. So whenever I read, I was like, oh, so who's doing the script? And it was like uh, the Wachowski sisters. And I was like, oh shit, their sisters did it. Like, that's cool. It's a weird, I mean, it's surprising that I guess their sisters are in the, the movie business too, mm-hmm. but I guess they're doing it now. Yeah. So, Why can't uh, it be clear yeah. cut every time when someone goes from like the most male Australian name ever from Bruce to Caitlin? Like that is like, you know what? I know what the rules are here. That's Bruce. <laughs> yeah. That's Caitlin. I know Bruce doesn't. He's dead. Bruce died. Yeah. It's Bruce, Caitlin yes. now, right? It's so clear cut. <laughs> anyway, Gina Carano, huh? Yeah. Gina Carano. So she, she ticked that box. And then after that, she um, belittled the use of wearing masks multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and endorsed going out uh, to church, um, specifically naming church and stuff like that uh, during the pandemic without the use of masks. Um, and then after that, she, of course, went on to the she did some anti vaxxing stuff. Um, she was in the whole conspiracy theory uh, for the election and she's a hardcore trump supporter and then she decided to just recently dip her toe into um how should i say holocaust comparison uh, that, yeah. that, that, that is not sticking your toe in right that <laughs> no. is that is going from like being a virgin to going hardcore unlubricated anal sex that is the entry yeah. that she has thrown herself into yeah. This. Well, yeah, like, so many yeah. people are calling it anti-Semitic. I, it's not anti-Semitic. I, 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 don't, I don't view that as but I don't think but it's yeah. very disrespectful. Yeah. yeah, like they like anyone relating anything to the Holocaust, with very few exceptions. Like it's just it's not like before you even finish that thought, just know like it it's not even close. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those scenarios where you just need to stop doing that. And yeah. so, anyways, but she decided to do it. So she. Uh, um, related the persecution of, uh, you know, hardcore Republic or not even hardcore Republicans, but Republicans in general, I suppose, um, at this current time to what was happening in um, Nazi Germany uh, to the Jews. 
she said that it was just like that. And uh, that obviously garnered a big response, um, not only by people, but also by Disney. And Disney decided to fire her ass finally. <laughs> and I've been rooting for this to happen for quite a long time now. If anyone's listened to the podcast, Chu and I had it out like a, for a I think like three months ago or so. Was it that long ago? Um, about this. Nah. Was it? I, I don't know. There's been multiple times way, this has come up. <laughs> yeah. But either way, like it, it's been a long time coming. And of course, you know, she just kept escalating and it finally happened. And I like, I think Disney was looking for something like waiting for this next step to fire her basically because there was a huge movement trying to fire her after um her last batch of nonsense yeah and uh i i think someone posted it in the anr chat but like they were in discussions with her like there's already been articles out now um today that that said that disney was apparently in discussions with her for like the past two months basically telling her that she needed to tone it down on her posts and how like polarizing they are Mm -hmm. and she didn't and so that's that's what happened so she got fired now there's a slight movement to try to get her hired again because people are saying it's wrong but it's still overwhelmingly people are saying that it's that it's okay now to be for her to be fired so fuckwit of the week gina carano she takes the crown i think no matter what but yeah that's my uh person i put in play so now we're on to the next fuckwit of the week. Yes. Yeah, so fuckwits or, you know, a group thereof. So scalpers have kind of been the bane of folks in 2020, 2021. A year where like new products and tech, especially when you want to get your hands on it, there's usually some asshole that goes a bot network set up to make sure they get it before you and then try and sell it back to you hundreds of percentage points above what the original price tag was, right? It's been a theme playstations graphics cards you name it right (laughs) scalping they're all absolute fuckwits no one's arguing against that to the point as a matter of fact the uk government is now outlawing scalping uh after the playstation xbox stuff that happened there this year so i think more of that should happen now where i didn't think i was going to see this kind of behavior was in mcdonald's happy meals right (laughs) what the fuck is 2021 already i hate it already yeah so yeah basically mcdonald's is doing a happy meal promotion that has pokemon uh, toys in the uh boxes so they're going to have collectible trading cards and stickers instead of the plastic toys so it's already started they've got the trading cards up i think there's like 15 different versions you know bulbasaur charmander squirtle pikachu you know the ones uh so yeah each pack is going to come with a set of trading cards along with four items a deck box a plastic frame a sticker sheet and four stickers the card packs consist of four trading cards one of which is guaranteed to be a hollow card or a shiny right this is where the problems start Mm -hmm. to come in so scalpers have looked at this because they are collectible cards and apparently uh yeah going in and trying to just buy a shit ton of happy meals Get the, throw out the food, get the toys, go online, and then sell those unopened packs back to children. Where already we are seeing resellers asking for upwards of $75 for sets that have guaranteed things like a shiny Pikachu. Wow, dude. I mean... Pardon me, I'm going to go to McDonald's. I'm about to say, dude, first of all, uh, got to get me some happy <laughs> yeah. dude. Because i got to tell you, this sounds fucking awesome. It's a great promo. Like, it's just, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, pieces of shit in 2020 that where everything is monetized, that scalpers are like, 
yeah, this is definitely a thing that I'm going to go fuck with. Fuck children, you know? This is why we can't yeah, have nice I mean, things. It is 100%. Yeah, exactly. It, it's one of those things where, like, I mean, I don't, I want to, I want to go and, hey, I don't even understand reselling it because that's not, like, part of the majesty of it, you know? Like, the majesty. I think, like, what, <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that's what makes, that's what makes it so awesome is, like, getting the happy meal. I remember when I was a kid, dude, getting the happy meal and getting that fucking Mate, toy. I remember Woo! after one of my dad's football games, we were still playing professional football when I was a kid. Uh, they mm. went to the rooms afterwards. I remember being so hungry as a kid. I was like, can we just go the fuck home, right? Obviously not as a six-year-old. I didn't say go the fuck home. But <laughs> on the way home, they could obviously tell how pissed off we'd been because they were so late. And they said, we're going to get you McDonald's on the way home. Now, that was an event in our house because there was literally one for probably, I don't know, 80 kilometers. Like, that's where I grew up, right? Wow. So we're on the way home and I got a uh, pencil that on the end of it, had michael keaton's batman movie batmobile on the end that you could remove and play with i i that was like one of the favorite things that i owned at that time was that batmobile from the fucking happy meal <laughs> nice yeah dude i i remember in the glory days of the toy era of the fast food toy era there were so many there's the hercules toys um those were fucking cool i was super little whatever that i have a out, feeling was, going into this that your golden era is going to be slightly different to ours yeah that, that's true I just suppose. a little yeah um but yeah yeah the there was the hercules toys and then there was um i think the i, I was like god i was so young whenever this one happened but it was the it was the burger king one like i think it was burger king that had like gold cards or something hmm? okay. they had like gold pokemon cards or something like oh, that i don't remember that do you guys not remember that? Well, well, that was like a big Pokemon one. I, I remember even seeing a, a thing recently where someone found one and resold it for like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. See, that's um, the problem. It wasn't obviously real gold, but it was like, you yeah. know, uh, the, the fake fake bullshit. Mm-hmm. But either way, like this kind of goes back to that kind of stuff. And I'm so for it, dude. And I can't wait. I'm honestly going to go out there and I'm going to not going to buy like a shit ton, but I'm going to get two. Uh, happy meals next time i go to mcdonald's gonna get myself some some fucking booster packs yeah it's pretty incredible i just i just googled it i sent it to you guys on our main discord for the patrons um looking at that toy in isolation as an adult yeah it's definitely not as cool as it seemed when i was that age (laughs) no definitely not yeah they never (laughs) are still the best batmobile if you ask me anyway (laughs) so yeah man this whole scalping thing is definitely out of control like you know i just don't understand how you solve this problem because there's so many ways to get around this as far as you're selling on online platforms that you know things that are given away for free i mean we saw it in australia as well like here's a really ridiculous one there was these little animal stickers or cards i don't know what they were that they were giving away whenever you spend a certain dollar figure at the grocery store like coles i think it was and uh yeah there was people sending death threats because like the really rare ones to try and finish the set that they were getting for free from the supermarket by the way um mums were going on and selling them for up to five thousand australian dollars jesus yep and then people threatening like how dare you like you know you've got spare ones of these you could just give it to my kid you got it for free how fucking dare you sell it for five thousand dollars like it was a thing last year in australia uh, I can't remember Dude, what honestly, that if they're called. selling for five thousand dollars, I don't know if I can blame people. Like, that's a lot of fucking money. 
Oh, mate, it's stupid. It's a horrendous amount. Even if it was $100, like that's still taking advantage of a system. So look, I don't know. Uh, capitalism just pisses me I'm off. I'm just imagining like a, a like a family that's that's in a in rough shape and then yeah. something selling for like five thousand dollars if they can yeah. if they can snag it. Like I mean the I sense of entitlement of well, you know, you need to give it to me is also kind of fucked up. So I mean don't get me wrong, there's on both sides of that yeah. equation there's dipshits, so but like I mean, buying a shit ton. I mean, like this stuff isn't selling for that much. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it, there's a difference between like something's like for some fucking reason is selling for five thousand dollars mm. versus like seventy five bucks and stealing joy away from a child for seventy five bucks. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, like what I are mean, they doing not, with this food, right? Like, is it some like ethical and, and, yeah, scalper going? Thing. Well, I can't throw this out because kids are starving in Africa, and this guy puts on like three hundred pounds from this scam. <laughs> you know, that needs to spend the money on fucking lipo anyway. Or is he literally like dumping it out the back, which makes this story twice as worse that he's buying That's, food yeah, that he could have donated really to a homeless bad. guy out the front rather than throwing it in the bin to get some Pokemon cards from a fucking Happy Meal. What well, is going on with society? They're not actually eating that food. Honestly, they shouldn't offer such good a fucking little toys. <laughs> yeah, it's McDonald's fault for offering good toys. Uh, I mean, they're they're selling they're throwing out booster packs in their in their fucking Jesus uh, Christ. Happy Meals. I'm not surprised. Corporatism is the real winner at the end of the day here. <laughs> what happens when they start doing Magic the Gathering cards at McDonald's? What's going to happen? No one then? will give a shit except for hit. a very yeah, few people who are probably dining at Pokemon. McDonald's frequently anyway, let's be real. But do you guys so. remember when they brought back this the uh, Szechuan sauce? with the Oh, the Rick and Morty oh, promo shit. one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone yeah. lost their mind. Yep. Yep. Dude, that was a that was a crazy. Well, Scalpers got in on that shit. too. Remember, they went and grabbed mm-hmm. the samples and they were selling them on eBay like that day. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. Pieces of shit is what I'm saying. Fuckwits and demand. You might even say. Look, exactly. I don't know who wins this. There are so many fuckwits right now, um, worthy of that title. I don't know who wins. Well, we'll leave that up to our members to decide. I think. Yeah, Let's that, that works which for you me. can comment on. Tell us if you like that by smashing that subscribe. Oh, like don't do that. There you us. go. <laughs> was that in the Patreon chat we discussed that? Because that's going to make no sense to people. Uh, oh, oh shit! Was yeah. it the, I think no, it might have been. I think that was in the. No, no, no. That was in the show. That was in the Either show. way, I let's think. finish on. A, let's finish on a good story. <laughs> All right. One thing we are getting in 2021 that I didn't expect was an anime set in Australia. Did you there guys watch go. this trailer? Is it a Bug's Life 2? It is the Pacific Rim anime series that we talked about a few weeks back. Uh, the first trailer is out. There's two trailers, actually. One, you wouldn't know it's set in Australia. Um, the other one might as well have been made by an Australian in it who's like, we need to really focus on the Australia here. Like, you know how they have, like, in trailers for things, they'll put up, like, a word in between, like, the big punch points on the music? So mm-hmm. like yeah this summer like that kind of shit so with this one it was like a map of like a a darkened australia so the pacific rim anime looks like it's going to be set in australia after it's been attacked by the kaiju and to protect the rest of the world it looks like they've locked off australia so it looks like the story is going to be from the points of view of the people who have been left behind and they've done something called the black which it looks like they might have i don't know whether they nuked it or turned off all the power whatever it is but it's going to be set in australia so the first trailer i saw was what i expected i didn't hear a single australian accent and i was like here we go they just kind of set it in in my country and then give it none of us a look 
Then I watched the second trailer, which was the one that was super Aussie, Aussie, Aussie in your face. The first three accents I heard were Kiwis. So I was already mad because like <laughs> they've got us wrong again. They've just gone for the next closest thing they could find. Uh, but then I started hearing the accent, Australian accents coming out of the woodwork left and right. So uh, you heard the Goldies? They're not from the Goldie. No, I'm, I'm hoping in the inevitable apocalypse that they're the first ones to go because they don't know how to survive without a fucking bronzer and an OnlyFans account. So, yeah. I was just I was just hoping that it was going to be like the one, like they would only pick that area to represent Australia in this anime. If I had to you wish the Kaijus hit anywhere, it would be the Gold Coast or Sydney. Like, hands down. Like, either of those two could be a crater. And I, other than the people lost, I don't think I'd sweat too much of a tear. Oh, my God. Awesome. Yeah. It's like, That's it's the Florida of Australia, really. I mean, Ooh. I think Gold Coast is more Florida. Sydney has segments. Sydney has your elitist douche areas. It has your um, real just, you know, uh, Instagrammery, wankery types because you kind of have that almost LA-esque parts of, um, yeah. of Sydney. And then there's like your everyday Joes are just like, can you pricks just stop putting the house pricing up? This is fucked. Like, I was going to say... Is Sydney sounds like the LA of Australia. I think so. I think it's probably the closest, yeah. Whereas, uh, yeah, like the the Jersey Shore slash like Florida yeah. section would be the Gold Coast, hundred percent. I was gonna say like Goldies and Sydney, where I think what what most of the people were on Love Island, Australia. So yeah, well they're about eight hundred k's apart, kilometers apart. So yeah, mm -hmm. uh, the Gold Coast is on the southern part of Queensland, which is the northeastern state. And then Sydney is in uh, New South Wales. So it's, uh, from Brisbane to Sydney, I think it's about a thousand kilometers. Yeah. God, I would love to visit Australia if I wasn't so afraid of Come on out, dying. buddy. We'll show you around. <laughs> uh, you know, if you stay in I, hotels, I you're not going to see spiders. I mean, if you go to a hotel in Australia now, you're probably going to get corona by the sound. <laughs> of <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, thought... I would be so afraid of like going into a hotel and there being fucking spiders and shit. Dude. Not like... in not in central. I mean, if you go regional, yeah, of course. Like I had to put in a complaint once because there was literally a green tree frog stuck in my shower that um was a real pain in the dick because i couldn't catch him so yeah i had to get changed rooms there was another one like when i when i was on the road as a young sales rep man we could do a podcast on that with the amount of shit that i saw in like country australia oh, um Jesus. like there was one that had like it was infested with fleas and i saw why the next morning yeah. because when i got out like i was watching what the cleaners would do in the morning is they would open all the doors to the rooms they had to clean and like uh, the owner's dog oh, just used no. to fucking run in and jump all over the beds. Like, this is gross. Oh my God. So, That's super gross, dude. Uh. Yeah. And then uh, turns out sales reps and, uh, sorry, junior sales reps and hookers seem to choose the same accommodation places. And <laughs> those places have brick walls. So uh, yeah, you can hear a lot of things you really shouldn't as a young sales rep. Mm. For sounds, sure. Sounds fun. Uh, adventures, man. <sighs> adventures adventures of australia yeah man so yeah i'm actually i'm excited to watch this more than i was because very very rarely are we getting covered in such things um yeah i've never seen like that's the weirdest setting for especially an anime that i've ever seen in my life i'm i excited. never would have thought i'd yeah I'd i mean it's funny when they call it? like we had to black out australia whereas like if you look at it geographically, let's say 80% of Australia is blacked out anyway because it's just desert <laughs> and like the, the middle where no one really lives. So, Oh, right. I thought you were making an Aboriginal reference. 
no. There's, uh, that's There's dangerous the territory for an Australian. <laughs> you don't get card. to play that card. You don't need Indigenous Australian. <laughs> no, but Christ. I'm representing. I'm representing people, non-white. Oh, is this people where I say something over. real dumb? It's like technically we all came from Africa. So yeah, yeah, you know, right. Uh, yes. Can I really be <laughs> racist if one day I was originally from Africa? You know. Hey, I'm the first person <laughs> to tell you. Like anybody being racist is stupid because we all came from the same freaking you know location. And really, the only difference is uh, anybody who is white lacks a chemical in their skin so if anything you're the you know the the, the one yeah, you have lesser we, we fucked yes, up yes exactly yeah. you you have lesser uh, <laughs> i think you the summary of this conversation is that it's just you know it's just a great day to not be a redhead i think is what we'll finish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. have we have we got on coverage that potentially offends everyone now uh, oh yeah. god i think we've touched on everything at this point i kind of hate these conversations so, yeah. now too because like it's it's conversations that we should be having about like you know what is appropriate and what isn't now but geez that makes my bum hole quiver because you just know someone's listening to it with the intent to get offended you know what <laughs> makes i mean my bum really hole really what yeah. you should do and I, I you can't because you're gonna get you know dinged with copyright but just you know on these videos instead of having mm. the background of like all of the patrons or whatever just yeah. run uh abram zucker and zucker movies and mel brooks clips in the background and, you know as over our audio and stuff because like right now if you were to watch like if mel brooks were to make a movie like robin hood men in tights or history mm. of the world he'd get canceled in a heartbeat oh mate have you heard the uh this is a random 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 tangent have you heard the strategy of some of the cops in the u.s that don't want to be filmed and put on the internet no what's the strategy so you know how they have to have their body cams on right mm -hmm. oh, i saw a news yeah, article yeah what they're doing yeah. is they're playing copyrighted music on like portable speakers yeah. so that if anyone oh tries to upload God. it to youtube youtube will take it down for copyright infringement so that way uh, they won't go viral is their oh theory my God. I, I yeah, saw a video that's the next that. level like who came up with that idea this is like man i really want to be a piece of shit today how a am i going to pull corrupt this off police officer yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like i really want to beat this guy with a nightstick but i don't want people to find out about it what am i going to do you know it's oh so shit bad. we play cash out real quick it's my jam Jesus Christ. <laughs> imagine that oh my god committing extreme police brutality to tiktok yeah <laughs> jesus Ugh. Ugh. oh my god I, I started this episode feeling so optimistic and upbeat and now i just feel like i want to murder the world so thanks guys it's because we saved the shitty part for the end we should have talking about the fucking like, australian anime part. you cock <laughs> oh yeah somehow we found a way to shit on that too that was the last part we talked about and i think finishing on yeah. a high note but yeah it's just so much fucking bullshit from this weed and stuff and realizing he's been a dog for such a long time you know with projects that i've loved like firefly um i was actually googling to see if any of those guys had come out and uh i think it was two dick because the only guy that said anything and he was actually pro weed and saying he was nothing but a gentleman on their set so don't know how that goes for him but we'll see yeah i mean i guess you need to hear some more from the you know the female actors on that show yeah be it'd be interesting if uh, that show's reputation gets tarnished from this. Don't do like, that. If people do stuff, don't do out. that. Yeah. Leave that Firefly out of this. It did nothing to you. I wonder <laughs> if maybe he toned it down on Firefly. I don't know. I don't want to talk about yeah. it anymore today. Okay. I'm, I'm over <laughs> the sadness. So protect Firefly. <laughs> Good times. All right, boys. Let's get out of here. I say. So thank you for another fine episode. Uh, we will come up with a couple episodes in a few days. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, we will catch you all later.